Joining me for this one is Adam Cohen, the new Crawford Family Associate Head Coach at Xavier. Adam, welcome to Cincinnati. We were just talking about you're still in the process of moving to Cincinnati right now. Uh, my question is, have you gotten to eat anywhere yet? Is there anywhere good that you've eaten since you've been in town? No, unfortunately. Um, I will, I think, here moving forward, but just been at the hotel and back to the office, and that's about it. Really nowhere else. I got to imagine this is a crazy time, but I was reading through your bio a little bit when in the press release came out and they mentioned that you have a very young son at home too. Uh, what has that experience been like over the last few years, balancing being a coach and a new dad? Yeah, well, so he, he's only 16 months old. Um, so it's only, it's been new for me, for sure, for me and my wife. And, um, but it's been great overall. It kind of gives you a different perspective on coaching other people's sons, I would say. Um, but also, you know, hopefully when he gets here with, with everybody, he'll be running around the gym and having fun and making this place his new home. And, uh, but it's been great. I've really enjoyed it. Obviously, it's not easy right now being a little bit away, but I'll be able to go back and forth until they move out here for good. You have a really interesting path into coaching uh, early on. And correct me if any of this is wrong, but early on you played one semester of college ball at a, a D3 Hobart College. Is that correct? Yep. And then what did you do? Take me from there to how you ended up at Arizona as a manager for Lute Olson. Yeah, I've uh, been very fortunate in all my stops and where I ended up and everything else. Um, as a junior in high school, I actually wrote – uh, letters, handwritten letters to every college coach in the country, trying to learn how to get into the coaching business. Um, I really had no idea what to do, how to do it, but I knew I loved basketball and I knew I wouldn't be able to play forever. So a uh, high school history teacher brought that idea up um, for me uh, to do that. And next thing I know, I'm writing letters to a ton of coaches and um, I got a I formed a relationship with Josh Pastner, um, who was then an assistant coach at Arizona. Uh, I was, you know, a high school junior at the time. I remember like it was yesterday when he called me after he received my letter um, and we stayed really close. And when I was attempting to play D3 ball, I just realized that it wasn't for me and I wanted to coach. And so I reached back out to Josh. I applied to Arizona. And next thing you know, that fall, I, I moved out to Tucson and get started with everything. You've had a, a lot of stops along the way since then, but I'm wondering where did the connection connection to Sean Miller come from? Where where did that start, and how did you get to know him, and and how has that relationship grown over the years? Yes, yeah, so, so Coach Miller, um, obviously being in Arizona, um, it's funny that the day that he was hired there, I was still in the office as a student manager just graduating college in 2008. So. Um, I, I remember that and I didn't know him at all at that point. Um, I obviously made a number of different paths before I went there um, in, a, in a number of ways. You know, number one is Joe Pasternak, um, who was a former assistant for Coach Miller. I was a graduate assistant for um, back in the day at University of New Orleans, as well as my little brother was actually a manager for him at Arizona. Um, and at the same time, we competed, obviously, against each other in the Pac-12 conference for a number of years. And we just kind of got to know each other through that. And so when, when you're going through this process of, I don't know if it's, is it an interview with Sean or does he reach out to you or how, how does that go about when it becomes you're now going to join his staff at Xavier? Yeah, we've had a relationship for a number of years. So we've stayed in, in contact and um, by phone calls, text messages, whatever else. So we've always kind of been in contact and I've always had a great respect for him as a coach and a man. And, um, you know, he's always a guy that uh, I knew I could learn from, continue to learn from. Uh, 
you know, in becoming a head coach one day. Um, and I just always had so much respect for how his teams played um, and how he did things. What made Xavier an opportunity that you were interested in and in leaving for? Because I mean, there's your name has come up a lot of times. People have wanted to bring you on staff before and get you away from Stanford. Why was Xavier a place that you were interested in? You know, I, I obviously college basketball is what I do. It's what I love. And when I think about Xavier, it's just a brand that loves college basketball and that has great support. Um, the Big East Conference, I grew up in Buffalo. I kind of grew up on the Big East. Um, my family's not too far away. Uh, and, you know, just being able to continue to learn from Coach Miller was a huge thing with this thing. And um, this place is unbelievable potential, right? Unlimited potential. I wanted to go somewhere. If I was ever to leave Stanford, it was going to be for somewhere that basketball was number one. Um, there people care about the school. The people care about the fan supports amazing and felt like you could win a national championship at this place. Um, I didn't want to go somewhere where uh, it didn't make sense. And I wasn't able to continue to grow and learn and not and be able to and not be able to develop our players at the level that we're talking about. And, you know, this is such a unique opportunity for me um, to come into the Big East Conference, compete at a different place uh, and be with somebody that I truly respect and believe I can learn from when when also, you know, the team is going to be really good. And I'm excited to just continue to develop with them. How much did you know the other guys on the staff, if at all? Did you know Dante or David at all? Uh, Dante, not very well um, from afar. I had great respect from him. Uh, obviously, I, I followed him from afar, and we've briefly talked on the road recruiting. David um, was at Arizona um, and obviously was at Santa Barbara as well, and then was at San Jose State, so we, which is close to where Stanford is. So we've known each other for quite some time. Um, I knew him Ryan, Ryan Reynolds as well from the Arizona days. But, you know, I, I think the, the biggest relationship for me was um, with Coach Miller. As the Crawford family associate head coach, what does your role look like on this staff? I, I assume you'll be working with the guards, but uh, how else do you see that that role forming? You know, I think one thing with, with Coach is he wants to develop us as coaches in every way, and um, he's so involved in everything that I think we're still sorting through all the job responsibilities, but I know that um, he's going to want me involved in anything and everything. And, and that's what I, that's what I really like to do, you know, as I aspire to one day be a head coach, um, you know, I need to be continue to be prepared in all ways. You know, I've been able to work with guards. I've worked with bigs. I've been focused on offense, focused on defense, obviously recruiting is a huge thing here. And I kind of expect to be involved in everything. And uh, he, it wasn't one of those things where you're kind of locked in a, in a certain silo. It was, you know, let's get you better as a coach to be ready. You've gone through this process a few times now where you're taking on a new challenge and joining a new staff or a new university. When you're in a situation like this, where you're becoming part of a, an entirely new staff, do you grind a bunch of film on the current team and try to get up to speed on those guys as much as possible? Or is it more of a, I want to have as much of a clean slate as possible going in with them? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I've done that different ways in the past. With this one, I absolutely have watched them through, you know, from afar. I've always respected um, how the program played, you know, and, and the way that they played with the toughness and a, a grit about them. Um, I watched every every one of the NIT games, obviously, and then went back and watched a number of the Big East games as well. Um, I have a really good sense. I've actually recruited a couple of the guys at other places as well. So I've known them and their families a little bit in different ways. Um, so there's some built-in relationships there, but uh, I'm, I'm so excited to get working with these guys. There's a lot of talent on this team. Um, they obviously finished the year extremely well. And now hopefully, you know, we can just take it to another level. 
You, you mentioned recruiting. Looking at the players you've landed over the last several years, you have a huge footprint in terms of, I mean, it spans the entire country looking at the different guys you've landed and where they're from. Do you plan for it to be similar for you at Xavier, or are there some regions where you feel you're strongest at? So I think what's great is this is a national brand for basketball. I mean, the Cintas Center, you watch this place on TV and it's rocking every night. This place can attract national and international talent. And I fully expect to continue to use all of our staff's contacts um, to leave no stone unturned. And that's the bottom line. Like one of the best things that I've been able to do is work at a number of different places that have allowed me to make contacts nationally and internationally to prepare me for something like this. Um, so I fully expect to uh continue to use all those contacts from the West coast to the East coast, to Europe and everywhere in between um, to find the best roster that we can for the future of this program. Recruiting to Stanford is so unique though, in the sense that you're recruiting a very specific type of prospect when you're trying to get them to Stanford. Is there going to be a transition for you at all in terms of not having to recruit such a specific type of guy? Yeah, I, in my opinion, at Stanford, you know, it, it is a it's very difficult, right? You have to find the needle in a haystack academically that can fit the profile that we need. At Xavier, you know, I love it because now I'm able to be able to go recruit anybody that fits us. And and I'd say this, like the evaluation part won't change. We have to get the right players that fit our program. Coach Miller, we have to believe that they can develop. Um, obviously, we're going to use everything in the transfer portal, as well as international, as well as high school students and do it anywhere we can find them. Um, I don't see it as an adjustment because at the end of the day, uh, we're going to use our recruiting contacts to make our best evaluations possible and then recruit the guys that fit us best. You've mentioned the, the key buzzword in Xavier basketball right now a few times here, and that's international uh, recruiting. I think fans are very excited about that aspect of both you and David joining the staff. How do you go about recruiting internationally? What's that process like for you? I mean, like, how do you even find kids, first of all? And, and then how much can you really scout them throughout that process? Yeah, I think it's um, grown a lot in the last few years. You know, the first international player that I was involved with recruiting was a young man named Oscar De Silva from Munich, Germany, um, who ended up being a great player for us at Stanford. Amazing kid, the whole deal. Uh, and that was you know, by a contact from a high school coach that recommended him to me from Los Angeles. Uh, so everything is unique and different. I will say this, you know, we'll have a strong footprint at the European championships or the world championships over in Europe um, with the contacts that we have. And uh, we've been fortunate to recruit a number of good guys as a staff. Um, again, the whole thing is no stone unturned. Wherever that means, we will go to fit the right fit for us. We have an incredible brand to recruit to, an incredible school, an incredible basketball situation, both on the court, off the court, academically, socially. Like We got to get the right kids for this place. One of the things that gets brought up in this region a lot is how much competition there are for the players in Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky. Uh, there's a lot of programs that are all around a similar level in terms of the type of guys that they're recruiting. When you look at that and you have such a different experience being out on the West Coast and also having recruited internationally, do you feel like there's there's a, an opportunity there to maybe go overseas and, and get some guys where it's not quite as crowded for those prospects? Yeah, I, I'm for sure. But I also think you can do a great job of evaluating prospects that are under the radar or prospects that aren't getting the same amount of attention as other guys. Look, we're always going to have battles with those schools that you mentioned. Um, you're always going to have battles with uh, 
everyone in your region. That's expected. However, we got to be different. We are Xavier's a different place than other schools. There's you know a small Jesuit institution uh, where we're able to recruit to our place differently. We're going to be unique in recruiting. We're going to be wherever wherever the right kid is for us. We're going to find him and then target him and prioritize him. And uh, that's the exciting part is you know we can really find the right ones for us. This is a question I, I love to ask coaches, but I got to preface it with saying you can't say you want to find a kid who loves ball. I, I get it. You all love kids who love ball. That's the key, right? We, we'll, we'll take that as a given. Is there, when you're recruiting, is there a skill or two that you think is undervalued right now in the game? Well, definitely shooting. You know, I, I think um, one of the former coaches I work for, if, if you can't shoot, don't recruit. You know, that's kind of the saying we've had. Um, but also decision-making, you know, whether it's guards or bigs, hot basketball IQ type things. I think a lot of coaches, um, and I've had this happen to me too, is you get so enamored by talent, 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 and athleticism, which is extremely important. Don't get me wrong. But I also think that guys IQ who know how to make decisions in a random game, which is how basketball is played, uh, is so important. And especially for how Coach Miller wants to play um, the system we plan to institute, we have to find the right guys that can make plays off the bounce and make passes at the right times, make shots at the right times, um, and kind of go from there. And, and I think it's, uh, I think the other part is character wins too. The right type of kids that want to work hard, obviously, that love the game, that will embrace what Xavier is and embrace this opportunity, uh, that means a lot to us. When, when you talk about character, you talk about how much a guy loves basketball, you can obviously get a feel for that by talking to the people that are around them on a day-to-day -day basis. But when it gets into the IQ aspect thing, it's, it's kind of that uh, gray area between intangible, but also very tangible on court. You can see what they're doing in that aspect. Is that one of the toughest things to evaluate when you're watching prospects? Yeah, I think it is. Um, but I also think we need to be really picky about who we recruit and who we really target. Uh, this can't be a wide ranging net that we just hope a bullseye sticks. It needs to be targeted for the right guys that we believe with our eyes makes sense to this program. It's not going to be something we're going to take a player just to take a player. We believe we have an incredible opportunity to offer on the court and off the court, academically, socially, the whole deal. So this can't be something where, hey, he has this, but he doesn't have this. No, we want the full package and anybody we're going to recruit. And we have to really be able to believe that they can develop under our watch. And that's an interesting part of it because that development and picking the right guys and finding a culture fit is maybe more important now than ever with the way the transfer portal is impacting the game. How has the transfer portal impacted the guys that you recruit from a high school perspective? Yeah, I mean, it definitely has. Obviously, older players who are more seasoned and experienced and have played college basketball and, and had success at a high level in college basketball are really valuable, right? It, it kind of is what it is. I do believe we're going to have a mix of international um, transfers and high school student athletes. Like, I think it's going to be a good mix. Um, not necessarily one more than the other. Uh, but I do believe as our roster continues to take form in the next couple of years, you'll see a good mix of those things. And I think, uh, it's good to have young players who are going to develop on the roster who we really believe in. It's also good to have, you know, some seasoned vets who've done it before and know what it's like, you know, when you go into a, a tough arena to play in. Um, but I do believe the high school recruiting is extremely important. Um, we need to get the right guys that we feel like have the upside to really impact early on in their careers. 
one of those aspects of the roster management side of things is who are you bringing in? But the other side of it is how are you dealing with the guys that are already at your program? Has the transfer portal changed at all how you have to coach guys, in your opinion, since you've been doing this? You know, I think it all comes back to how you coach guys is, is the relationships you have. You know, at the end of the day, um, you need to push these guys. You need to help them achieve their dreams and goals. And you got the only way to do that is to really get to know them on a personal level, um, an opportunity to know them away from the court. Uh, and then the trust is earned over time. And I think, you know, with the new staff coming in, we couldn't be more excited about the type of guys that we've inherited. Uh, they're really good guys, it seems like. And uh, I can't wait to get to know them more because at the end of the day, it all comes back to the relationships. They're going to run through a wall for us because of the, because of the trust that we've earned over time. I do want to ask you about the most timely bit of news here in the college basketball world, and that is Jay Wright kind of upended, at least from a media perspective, the the Big East yesterday when he announced that he's going to step away from being the head coach of the Wildcats. Um, let me ask you your thoughts on that. First of all, were you were you shocked to hear the news, or is that something that had been kind of circulating in the, the coaching ranks for a while? I was shocked. It, it, yeah. When I saw that last night, it was definitely eye-opening um, for sure. Obviously they had another great year, great run. He's incredible uh, respect so much of what his program is about and the type of ways they develop their guys, how they play the game, uh, the toughness that they play with. Um, he'll be missed. I, I know he's a great coach, uh, but as a fellow coach and a colleague in some ways, like the respect level for what they did and how they did things was at a all time high. Um, because of the way they did things and they were, they played the game the right way. Um, and I expect them to continue to do that. And Jay Wright was the head of it, but they're still going to have the culture that they've created. I want to be respectful of your time. I've been firing rapid fire basketball questions at you for a, a while here now, but uh, a few, a few more, if you don't mind, just to get to know you, the person, what's the best show you've watched recently? Best show I've watched recently. Um, Succession on HBO. Okay. I haven't seen that one, but yeah, it's good. Worth a watch, huh? All right. Uh, what do you listen to while you drive? Usually podcasts, but otherwise I'm a hip hop guy. Love listening to Drake. Probably my favorite. Uh, what, what's the top podcast right now that you're listening to regularly? I do a few different ones. Um, Finding Mastery podcast is one I really enjoy of the sports psychologist named Michael Gervais. Um, basketball immersion podcast with a guy named Chris Oliver is always really good to get some different ideas as well as the slapping glass podcast is a, uh, kind of European basketball, um, innovative type approach to the game that they talk about with a bunch of different coaches. So I'm a basketball guy. I love it. Um, this is really all I do other than spend time with my family. You, uh, you just sent chills up the spine of some fans hearing that you're listening to European basketball podcasts. You are uh, truly as unique as they come with uh, college basketball. You're a rare breed, but when you're going into the territory of listening to European basketball podcasts, that is another level. That is impressive stuff. Uh, any other hobbies or anything you like to do when you're away from the court, or is it mostly just hanging with the family when you get the chance? Spend time with the family, um, you know, work out quite a bit. Um, uh, I'm a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. Don't hold that against me, Bengals fans. But I grew up in Buffalo. Family set season gets for over 60 years. So I'm a big Josh Allen guy. It's a good time to be a Bills fan. It is. It is. I know they play out here this year. I've already circled that date. I know we're going to have a lot of Buffalo fans in the building. 
<laughs> All right, good deal. Well, Adam, thanks so much for uh, spending the time to do this. I know the fans are really excited to have you here, and I appreciate you uh, talking to me today. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to getting to know you guys.